700. 700, a milestone last night. Welcome into the program. Bill Michaels Show on a Wednesday. Packers back in the practice field, but 700 last night for Craig Council. His 700th career win as the uh, Brewers manager. And uh, congratulations go out to him. Uh, for that accomplishment. And in doing so, you wake up this morning and you click on the standings for the National League and you look down to the Central and you see the E next to the uh, word St. Louis Cardinals. They have been officially, after last night's loss, eliminated from any postseason hope. I like that. Love it. Love it. Welcome into the program, 877-867-1670, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. Smash us there. Uh, the uh, Actually, at uh, Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, Wisco Grant, if you want to get a hold of Grant Bills. The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram. Uh, the Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Like us on YouTube. YouTube has grown. Very quietly, I look over and I see, you know, five and six and ten people a day are starting to find us on the continuum. And that's awesome. We want to grow the YouTube channel uh, exponentially. So if you haven't liked us there or haven't subscribed there or followed us there or what have you, please, if you would, uh, go ahead and do so. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. It's that simple. And you can find us over on YouTube. Same thing on Twitch TV and on Kick TV. If you have those apps on your phone, you can find us there. Uh, Email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website is thebillmichaels.com, uh, which is hosted by our friends. They're our flagship station out in Madison, The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison. And uh, then, obviously, you can uh, track us down on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and uh, such after the fact. So there you go. 700 wins for Craig Council. Boy, what a what – a, i I, I got to be honest. I, I Yesterday coming into the program, I knew he was sitting on 699. I just – it completely escaped me during our conversations yesterday. So uh, when I started watching the game last night and they were talking about it, I thought, boy, we didn't even, we even touch on this. So uh, good to see him get that win. Good to see him do it and then eliminate the St. Louis Cardinals uh, along the way. Uh, they're in, you know, I proclaim them the National League Central champions by far. Uh, with uh, the games remaining and such, uh, the Cubs are not going to catch them. It's over. And uh, they got 11 games remaining, two against St. Louis. I know they have Miami, three against Miami, three against St. Louis, and then they round it out with three against the Cubs. The Brewers, 85-66. and 66. They've got a six-game lead over the Cubs. It's done. It's over. It has been for a while. Milwaukee, the third-best division leader in National League, meaning that, yes, indeed, they will host the best of three in a National League wildcard series against the final wildcard entrant, and that starts on October 3rd, October 3rd. Uh, the magic number right now for the Brewers we know is six, but it's done. It's a done deal. It is what it is. So good stuff there. Uh, I anticipate today. I, I woke up today. Uh, I, did, I didn't sleep well last night. Uh, I feel good today, but I didn't sleep well last night. I woke up at about 2.30. I just couldn't fall back to sleep, so you know how it is. You start scrolling on your phone and such. And I, I just I'm reading all these different articles and, I, uh, I'm excited today. You know why? Because I'm hoping, I'm hoping today brings clarification. And I'm hoping that we find out, on one hand, something that we didn't want to know and didn't want to happen, and that be that the knee of David Bakhtiari really is inflamed and or needed to be drained or what have you. 
and I'm hoping that that's not going to be problematic all season long. However, you're kind of hoping that because you don't want to have David stand before the cameras and say, I'm not playing on turf fields and set that horrible precedent inside that locker room. So I'm hoping today, I'm anticipating today, I'm excited for today for clarification as the Packers get back on the practice field a little bit later on uh, this afternoon. So we'll have our guy Mike Clemens on the ground inside uh, inside uh, um, Lambeau Field. We also have our huddle coming up tonight. The huddle this evening going to take place, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we've got another one, another action-packed huddle this evening as we start to break down going into week three. By the way, uh, and I never checked on this, uh, we now bring in Grant Bills producing the program. Uh, Grant, first of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bill. Brewers got back on track last night, so I went to bed happy. Okay, so my next question to you is, the uh, um, the record from last week as we made our picks, I think I did pretty well. You did you pretty well. Them? I don't I don't have the record in front of me, and I'll I'll get that ready for at least later in the show or for tonight. But I think you did a lot better than me, if I remember correctly, Bill. I, I think you're I right. think I did pretty well. I started watching this and watching the point spreads, and I was we were going through that, and uh, I I think it I think it worked out pretty nicely, as a matter of fact. So I think last week I. Uh, only only reason I know that is because I actually uh, I did go into a little bit of a pool with some friends, and I made some money last week. Uh, basically, enough money that paid for my trip to go to a tomahawk and the money I spent on a couple of dinners. So it wasn't you know thousands, but it was a, enough to pay for a couple of dinners and a few beverages. So I was pretty happy about that. Well, so after what happened in your back. guillotine league week one, I feel like you had some good luck oh, coming your way. I did you see Travis Kelsey and T Higgins both went off over the weekend? course they did i there was so many points there it, oh god it was so painful to watch so painful to watch i just couldn't believe it but yeah so my two key contributors did didn't do jack in week one travis kelsey missing t higgins and, and joe burrow not connecting at all and a lot of the guys that i had as scorers uh that had a pretty solid football team in fantasy in one week just went completely right down the tubes and uh, I got eliminated. This week, I would have been one of the top scorers in the league. I, I just, man, you talk about just terrible, terrible luck. So, anyway. But are you excited today to see if Bakhtiari speaks? Yeah, I'm dreading it a little bit. I, I like that my show is at 4 o'clock because we can react then to whatever the players or right. whatever the coaches said. And we were all waiting on Monday, Bill, to hear what Lafleur said because you knew the first question he was going to get was going to be about Bakhtiari. So right. I, I like the buildup. I like the suspense of maybe what's going to happen this afternoon when players speak to the media. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Uh, I. I think at this point, LaFleur is not going to talk about it. He's going to let, you know, Bakhtiari speak for himself. And I was presented this morning. I was on with uh, our buddy Ernie over at WVRQ uh, this morning. I did some stuff with him. But I was uh, uh, up this morning, and I was kind of reading, and I had a couple of people that were asking me questions about it. And I was presented with this scenario. So what if Bakhtiari, who has never shied away from a microphone, um, and I don't mean that as a media hog or anything. I just mean it as if he's been asked a question, he's always answered it honestly. Um, what if he stands up and says today, I told you, the knee's fine. I'm not playing on turf. I think turf is bad. I think it would hurt me. I, I just don't want to do it. I, I think turf games are, you know, blah, blah, blah. What if he says that today? Then what? Does that make, uh, you know, and again, it's a complete hypothetical, but I, 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 was, I was asked that question. What if he stands up and he says, I, I, I'm not playing on a turf field? I got a bad knee. 
Uh, I'm trying to preserve it. I'm not going to do it. And what if he says that today? And my first reaction was, well, then you got a real problem, either with the head coach or the general manager or whatever, because you got a healthy guy telling you, I'm for the most part, I'm not playing. What do you do? Because you're that, that'd be a horrible precedent. Now you got you have to have there has to be a response. There has to be something. And the Packers have already been labeled as a franchise that treats their veteran players poorly and treats them like meat and commodities and all the stuff that Aaron Rodgers spewed years ago. The spotlight is still there. Everybody feels like uh, this this relationship between Aaron Rodgers after the Rodgers PR piece on Hard Knocks made him seem like an altar boy. And he, as Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Andrews put it, you are now uh, America's darling, which I thought wanted to make me puke. But you're already in this bad light. Now what do you do? And at some point I thought to myself, you know what? you got to say, who cares? This is, this is the Green Bay Packers. This is not the David Bakhtiari's or the Aaron Rodgers's or anybody else. This is a, this is a football team. And we're gonna, the crap is done. And you take it back over. And you say, okay, we're done. If you're going to sit out, you're not getting paid. Talk to you later. You know, I, I mean, I don't know what else to do because you're, 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 I mean, I guess in a day and age in which you got to take players into consideration, I get it. But for the most part, man, I, I <laughs> what happens if he says that? Because he then just throws everybody in management under the bus by saying, I'll do what I want to do and you're not going to tell me anything. Uh, that would be insightful. That's why I'm hoping he says, no, nah, it really flared up on Friday and it got swollen and I had to get it drained on Sunday morning and. You know, that's the reason I called, you know, Lucas Patrick and said, hey, dude, you're going to have to start because I can't. And, you know, I'm hoping he says that. I'm hoping that's what it is. But I can't imagine him saying that's what it is when in reality it's not. And basically saying that to the media, but everybody behind closed doors knows that that's not it or that's a different issue or something. You know, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of different scenarios there. And I hope that he just says, hey, the knee got really swollen. I've had some issues. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, risk it, and uh, I just told Lucas I, I can't go. You know, turf or not, I just couldn't go, even if it was back at home on Sunday. So I'm hoping that's what he says. I don't understand why Matt Lafleur just didn't say that Sunday if that's what happened after the game. Right. I know he was frustrated. I know it was a loss, but just say, yeah, his knee, knee flared up. It sucks. You know, we're not happy about it, but there's nothing he can do. Yeah. So we had to make the call this morning. Why didn't he just say that? He got all mad and he was all cryptic about it. Yeah. I, I and again, I went back. Uh, I know it's stupid. These are the things that I do when I can't sleep. I went back and started because Mike sends, you know, you, Mike Clemens sends us everything via email. So I click it on my phone and I listen to it. And I sat there with my earpiece in last night and I'm, I'm listening to the postgame presser. And he went over Aaron Jones and talked about when Aaron could possibly come back. And he talked about, you know, Lucas Van Ness. And then he talked about, you know, Elton Jenkins and the knee. And, then, you know, we're going to get it, uh, you know, kind of looked at on Monday. And, we don't know to what extent, and you know, yeah, there's some concern there. It doesn't seem to be, you know, uh, you know, real serious, but we're hoping he's going to be okay. And very calm. And then he he just goes off on the Bakhtiari thing, and it was it's the more I listen to it, the weirder it is, the weirder it is. Uh, now, and Pac Fan brings it up, uh, he, you know, he says, why would he say that? Then the team could file a grievance against him. Because Bakhtiari has never been a liar. He's always been a guy that he, he reminds me very much of uh, in the movie A Few Good Men. 
when Jack Nicholson's sitting in the witness stand and Tom Cruise says, I know he wants to say it. He wants to tell the world, you're not going to tell me how to be. You're not going to tell me how to run my unit. You know, because you know, Bakhtiari is that guy. He wants to say it. He wants to say he's not going to lie to you if he says, hey, I just I didn't want to risk it. I'm not playing on turf. You know, it, he, he could say that. And then want to be the poster child for I'm going to start standing up to the NFL for this these turf fields and then draw a lot of attention to that and be the martyr for that cause. Now, it ultimately costs him money. And then, don't forget, you you know, you could possibly be pay, playing for a contract come next season. So what team's going to want to take you if you're not going to play on turf? That pretty much eliminates the Jets from picking you up. But maybe he wants to do that. You know, who knows? But again, I am sitting here today telling you that I'm hoping he just says the knee got really swollen and, you know, just it, it became a concern and, we just got to watch it now, that type of thing. I'm hoping that's what happens. So, And I'm, I'm probably 90% sure that's what's going to happen. But I just still don't understand why uh, Matt LaFleur got so bent out of shape about the questions. That, that just I, I, I can't fathom that. So, Anyway, uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. we got Mark Schofield today from SB Nation. He joins us every Wednesday. Uh, we're hoping to hear from Mike Clements from Inside the Locker Room coming up a little bit later on today as well. So we got all kinds of good stuff. On the horizon. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there, Burn Pit Barbecue, BurnPitBBQ.com. Going to have some of that uh, in between shows today. BurnPitBBQ.com. BurnPitBBQ.com. And uh, you can check it out because it is so, so good. Uh, good stuff from Burn Pit, whether it's the sauces or the rubs or the hot sauces that they have, but they are veteran owned. They're based in Racine, Wisconsin. Every time I see the guys, uh, Greg and Ben and them, they always say, hey, people come up to us all the time and say they heard about it on the Bill Michael Show, which is fantastic. Keep telling them that because I love it. But the fact that they're one of the better veteran-owned companies in the country and based right here in the state of Wisconsin is fantastic. Again, BurnPitBBQ.com. That is BurnPitBBQ.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. Buckle up, it's all systems go at Pottawatomie. Plug in to high wattage play and you could win an all-electric BMW i7. Play now through September with your club card. Prize drawings on Thursdays. There's a shocking $800,000 in total prizes on the line, including the luxury BMW i7. It's time to electrify your drive. Only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. More info at paysbig.com slash BMW. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. She 
Good to have you back. Bill Michaels Show. Rocking on. Boy, the uh, the weather's going to be a little bit better today. Up near 80 inland today. And all throughout the state of Wisconsin, unless, of course, you're over there by Lake Michigan. But uh, today's one of those days where if you're going to well, maybe watch a little Brewers baseball, Sunset Grill, Pewaukee Lake, great place to go, good food, and it's going to be warmer. It's going to be up around 80-something, 80 81 maybe, between 75, 80, 81, 82. And uh, you can over, head over to the Sunset Grill, sit on the deck, sit down below on the patio, down by the water where the boats come in. Great place. And uh, right there on Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. Tell them all, tell them all we said hi. And they've just they've done such a great job over there. And expanding that patio area, building that, uh, building that stage for the outside bands to play on and such. It's just such a cool place. That Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. We hope to find out a little bit later on today about all the injury situation, not just about David Bakhtiari, but Lucas Van Ness. Looking to find out more about Christian Watson, Aaron Jones. Got in the discussion today as well, speaking of that, about uh, uh, about AJ Dillon, and uh, I had a question: Was you know what is it about AJ Dillon that right now it's just you know he's just not getting the job done? I'll be honest; he just looks a step slow. For all the talk, I mean, I I get into it too. I try to get you try to get real technical, right? You try to say, well, you know, his pad level's too high; he's not high kneeing and he's not going through the hole, hitting it hard enough, and blah blah blah. And I went back and I started watching. Uh, last night was when the All Twenty Two comes out. And I started watching it, and you turn on a clip of Aaron Jones versus A.J. Dillon and watch how fast Aaron Jones hits the hole and takes the ball and off and running versus A.J. Versus Dillon. It's just slow. It's a slow process. And I, I don't know what it is. Uh, this is the reason running backs are devalued, okay, because at some point, whether it's first year, third year, fifth year, eighth year, whatever, at some point, the majority, it's the rule rather than the exception. At some point, running backs just lose that gear. It's just gone, and they can't get it back. They don't know why, they just can't. You know, you can have A.J. Dillon's wife say, hey, you're not running the same way you did at Boston College. Yeah. If you go back and you watch A.J. Dillon in his first year, he had a hard, fast gear, and he just doesn't anymore. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's he got too muscular, too much into the quadzilla thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. But he just doesn't have that same gear. So for as much as, you know, I mean, he, is he going to rip off some runs every now and then? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you're never going to be completely dead, so to speak. But when it comes to productivity, but he just lost his gear, doesn't have it. And if you look at the difference, you put them side by side, the difference between Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, it's it's remarkable. It's by a second. It's not by a little. It's, it's, it's not by like a split second. It's like a second. And a second in the National Football League is an eternity. And he just lost his gear. So if I'm the Packers, yeah, I'm probably looking around to see if I can't find somebody else to tote the rock a little bit. If if Aaron Jones is not going to be uh, not going to be available for a while, or if this hamstring thing that you believe is minor, uh, if it turns out to be problematic, you know, maybe maybe you start pounding the pavement a little bit more to bring somebody in. 
but he just – and that's not a great defense. Atlanta's good. They're not great. So you talk about putting him up against a really elite defense, and that, <laughs> that ain't happening. Not happening at all. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Thomas says the run blocking not great, but A.J.'s just slow. He used to break through the line. Uh, not anymore. Um, Jack says, uh, I'm anxious to hear what Bakhtiari has to say. Do you really think that he'll admit he doesn't want to play on turf? No, I'm hoping that he's going to say the knee got swollen. Uh, I had to, con- you know, it was uncomfortable. I was having some problems with it, you know, coming out of the game on Sunday or something to that effect. I have no idea. But I, I hope that's what we hear. Because if he stands up and he says, no, I'm not going to play on turf fields, then it opens a whole different can of worms. Um, this is from Mark who says, uh, hey, guys, great show. Love listening to all the Packers talk every day. I'm down here in North Carolina. Um, how's the weather there? The weather, like I said, going to be in the 80s over the weekend. Um, but when you get to Sunday, I think it's going to cool off a little bit, but it should be pretty nice. Uh, He says, looking at this team, I think they're a team that's a work in progress. There's a few holes they need to fill yet, but I think defensively speaking, the the question marks seem to come from Joe Barry and the schematic calls or the will to want to. We all know playing defense is a want-to element in the sport. You have to have the tenacity to do so after seeing some of the highlight reels uh, over the last 24 hours of this Packers tackling defense. It's pretty poor. Who do you blame that on? Um... When you look at what Andy Herman posted yesterday about Jair Alexander, I'd blame that on Jair. That that's that's on Jair. That was that was embarrassing. I now I I, I don't see a lot of that, to be honest with you. Um I think what coaches need to do is put players in the position to make plays. Put him into that. That's why with the whole thing with Joe Barry, the angst against Joe Barry. I, I've never been a Joe Barry fan, but I've given him the benefit of the doubt. And in this particular case, I think playing soft coverages and, and soft defense, specifically up the middle when you're getting gashed via the run, is the wrong philosophical thing to do. However, Quay Walker and Jair Alexander both were in the right place at the right time to make plays, and they didn't. You know, there's. There's there's an element of the players have to take responsibility because the majority of what is called is normally will work. Nobody calls a play to fail. And if it's executed properly, usually it works. So for as much as we want to jump on the Joe Barry, I can't stand you bandwagon, and philosophically I don't believe in playing a lot of soft cushion and also moving away from a nose tackle when you're getting gashed up the gut in the run game. I, I just I, that, That's beyond belief to me. However, it's not all on Joe Barry. Because when you go back and watch that game, you see there were some broken tackles, but you also see guys just getting locked up. Guys in, in the wrong situation. Go back to the, the discussion with uh, uh, Rashawn, regarding Rashawn Gary. Had he done, if he just sets the edge rather than crashing so hard, Ritter never gets on the outside and scores. That was a place designed to stop that, to stop the outside run. So those are at least three examples that were game-changing plays. 
And that wasn't Joe Barry's fault. So part of it, I agree with you. And and thanks for listening to us down in North Carolina. Also, we've got some people in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I That's not Joe Barry's fault. That You're right. It, it, defense, much like special teams, is a will. You have to have the will to go run through someone. You know? You want to watch a defense. Now, granted, they got a ton of talent. But you want to watch a defense that's, that's now salivating. They can't wait to rip your head off. Go watch, go watch Dallas. Go watch Micah Parsons. He's a special talent. I know that. Okay? But you, that's, what you, that's what you should aspire to be. That's what you want. And you, you should aspire to be that tenacious, that into it, that energized. Now, when you have that kind of talent and you're having that kind of success, absolutely, it's easy. But that's what you should aspire to be. Um, Brandon says they have a lot of talent on the uh, Green Bay Packers on offense and defense, but they ain't got the experience yet, and that's what they need. Yeah, you, you can see some guys were playing a little tentative. Defensively, though, that's that's no. You got second-year guys that you're kind of relying upon, but you've got, you know, Jair's a veteran. He's one of the highest-paid corners in the league. He did not have a good game. Did not have a good game. You got Preston Smith. You got Kenny Clark. You got to Devon, DeAndre Campbell. DeAndre Campbell. You, you know, you've got veteran guys that have been there, been there, done that. Darnell Savage has been around a while. You know, at what point do you consider yourself a veteran? Year two, year three, year four, year five? You know, what what at what point are you a veteran? You know? You know, most most careers are what, three, three and a half years in the league, four years in the league max on average. So, you know, you're you're a veteran after year one. So I, I, I look at I look at Wyatt, I look at Quay Walker, I, I, you know, they both took steps forward. I like what they have. But you've, you've got some you, – now, uh, offensively, you've got a veteran offensive line, man. Zach Tom's your only real young guy. He's a second-year guy. But you, how long has Aaron Jones and, and A.J. Dillon been around? You've got three years now of your quarterback who still doesn't even understand something simple as terminology. He called the wrong he called the wrong call on a fourth down. That can't happen. You've got a coach that can't figure out that you're running out of time on a field goal and they take a delay of game penalty. These are all self-inflicted wounds that have nothing to do with being young. It's 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 poor situational football. And that's what cost that's the reason so many people were so upset and so pissed off on Sunday. It's not because had they got their asses whipped, you can kind of live with that. You kind of go, oh, God, what a bad game. They'll get back at it, you know. Were they exposed or not? we got a lot to talk about. But this was an angering game because that was a game you could have won. You could be right now sitting there at 2-0, and atop the division, with New Orleans coming to town for your home opener. You should have been. And you pissed away a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter because of your own ineptitude. And you look at all the things that you did wrong that you know had you done any one of those things correctly, you kicked the field goal. You don't take the delay of game penalty, you win the game. You kick the field goal from 56 yards. If it's anything like it was last week in Chicago, you win the game. You set the edge and don't let Ritter get into the end zone, you win the game. You pick off Ritter on not one but two of those opportunities, you you win the game. I mean, all of that, 
All of that comes into play. Those moments in time cost you a ball game. 877-867-1670. Hey, don't forget about, uh, about our buddy Scott Ellis at uh, Homeside Financial. Uh, really good guy. And he's got this uh, thing called the 2-1 buy-down. And, again, I don't get into the details of what it is because that's not my business. Uh, but what it does, it gives you the opportunity right now to either get a mortgage, refinance a mortgage, get a new house at uh, a lower interest rate lower than what prime is and uh, you can pay that down and then you can refinance down the road and there's so many good things that they do and all you got to do is get a hold of them 414-791-7771 if you're considering a new home if you're considering selling yours and buying another home or maybe you're talking about refinancing your home at this point pulling some of the equity out of it while the property values are still high and that's recommended by the way do it 414-791-7771 414-791-7771 anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. Get a hold of our buddy Scott Ellis. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They are. Uh, they have some spots open on the bus for this weekend. Steady second to National Walkers Point, uh, America's best sports bar. <laughs> Great Bloody Marys. If you're going to be heading up on the uh, the Packer bus uh, coming up this weekend, uh, they're going to have that bus full of Bloody Marys. So that's the way to go. If you're uh, thinking about getting out of the area, whether it's Racine, Kenosha, Waukesha, hell, if you, even if you're coming over from Madison, uh, stop at Steny's, get your tickets. Uh, they have tickets available and room on the bus. They take you up. They bring you back. All that kind of good stuff to the uh, Packer Saints game this coming weekend. That's our friends at Stenny, second to National Walkers Point. As they say, you should be here. Good, good stuff. Thanks to our friends at Stenny's for being a big part of the program. Have been for a while. Um, got a lot to get to uh, and also uh, phone calls to get to. Let's get to the phones, uh, as a matter of fact. So uh, let's check in with uh, Matt listening to us in Menominee. Matt, how you doing today? What's going on, man? Hey, Bill, I'm doing great. Hey, listen, I'm just thinking about this David Bakhtiari situation and wondering, is it possible or probable that he may be uh, saving himself, so to speak? Uh, We know he's done in Green Bay after this year. He knows that. Um, Is there a potential that he's saving himself for either an Aaron Rodgers reunion or another team for a longer-term contract after he's done with the Packers that – he will play on turf. Uh, he just knows his time in Green Bay is over. Is over. Is that a possibility? I'll hang up and listen to your response. All right, man. Appreciate it. Um, you, I, your first, your, your gut reaction is to say, oh, yeah, he wants to make sure he's good to go for another contract. However, if I'm a team that's out there and I'm looking for a really good left tackle and he's already stated I'm not playing on turf, I've been very outspoken about turf, and I'm going to pick and choose the games that I decide to play. And, oh, by the way, uh, you know, I'm, I I think his what does him the best is, is to go out and play and show his wares. Because say you're in, I don't know, say you're in a division like the NFC East where you know the Giants play on turf, so at least a minimum of eight of your games are going to be on turf. You know you're going to be playing in Dallas on turf. That's nine. 
Nine games on turf. So that eliminates a team from even looking at you. Any team with a dome, any team that could even be aspiring to get better at the left tackle position that happens to play on turf is not going to want you. You can eliminate a bunch of teams right now because of it. Um, and is he going to want to go to a team that is not contending? Probably not. So you're going to start eliminating more teams. You know, I, I, I think it just behooves him to do everything he can to play and to play well and to say, look, I still got it. If you just take care of my body, I still got it. So to answer your question, I, I, I got, I, I hope, I hope he's not doing that. Um, I hope he's not doing that. Don't you think it would be a little silly of David Bakhtiari to expect that there's going to be multiple GMs rushing to him this offseason, wanting to, to sign him to a contract? Why would anyone want to <laughs> sign up for this? Well, it, put it this way, if he, if he, it, because we all know two things. One is Rodgers has already said, don't doubt me, I'm coming back. So you know he's going to play again, okay? So the natural instinct is, oh, Bakhtiari probably wants to play with his buddy Aaron Rodgers. They're really good friends. We know that the Jets' offensive line sucks. They desperately need offensive line help, so it's a natural fit. But they play on turf. And it's not like the Jets can say, hey, we're not going to play on turf because they have to get then the to, to sign off the New York Giants regarding that as well. It's not like they're going to just change the turf for David Bakhtiari. You know, so I, I can't imagine that doing that would benefit him in any way. It, it's a very short-term effect. If I'm not, if he just says I'm not going to play on turf, you would assume that. You know, and here's the other question: Say Aaron Rodgers is still here, would he have played on Sunday? Do you think? Now, Bakhtiari, you mean? Right, right. Interesting. So my next, you know, this is the reason I am I am really holding my breath when he speaks. I would assume he's going to talk to the media today or tomorrow. But I'm really holding my breath that he just simply says, hey, guys, nothing to see here. I would never, ever. And this is what I'm looking for. Because much like Matt LaFleur should say, damn it, I'm the head coach, and no player is going to dictate to me when they will and will not play when they are a healthy player and capable of getting out there on the field. It is not fair to the team. It's not fair to those that are paying his salary. It's not to the fair to the fans that come to watch him. And it's certainly not fair to the teammates. Okay? So I'm hoping – that David Bakhtiari looks everybody in the eye and says, I would never not play with my teammates because of turf. I legitimately had a, a swelling in my knee. It was sore. It was bothering me. It just flared up on Friday or Saturday, whatever. And I, I gave, you know, uh, you know, Luke, Lucas Patrick a call and said, hey, dude, I think you got to take this one. I just don't think I'm going to be able to go. And then the doctors agreed with me. I'm hoping that's what we hear, that this it's an emphatic, I would never do that. What I don't want to hear is, oh, gosh, I, you know, well, it's a turf field, you know, and you, you got a chance and, and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, well, you know, turf fields just aren't good for my knee. And my knee was acting up a little bit. But, you know, had it been on a regular field, I probably could have played. But, I, you know, turf and this and that, turf, 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 turf. And I, I don't want to hear it. I want to hear an emphatic, if I'm capable of playing, no matter where I'm playing, I'd be out there. I'd love for him to say if it was on asphalt in a street fight, I'd still be there to back up my teammates. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. And we'll wait. We'll wait and see if he does or doesn't, because hopefully he speaks today or tomorrow at the latest. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Hey, got to say thanks to our buddy James Mercado and the whole gang 
over there at Veterans America. They did a fantastic job with the motorcycle ride and the volunteerism and all the things that they do and so committed to veterans' causes, but also really helping out veterans, uh, military members, their families and such when it comes to their home-buying future, whether it's uh, being a zero-down payment or no PMI or a little bit looser credit requirements. They do anything and everything they can to help you because they believe owning the land that you've defended. That is Veterans America. Give James a call. doesn't matter where in the state of Wisconsin you are, 262-743, or 745, excuse me, 262-745-3333, 262-745-3333. you got to call. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. Good to have you back. Hey, a reminder that uh, if you're looking for terrific Italian food and you're going to be in the Milwaukee area, got to go downtown. Old World 3rd Street, right across from the Hyatt, Calderon Club, San Giorgio Pizzeria, Napoletana. Either place cannot go wrong. The best Italian food you're going to stuff in your grill. Oh, so good. So good. So satisfying. And uh, just a great night out. Great, great conversation. Great place. Great great atmosphere. All of it uh, right down there. Calderon Club and San Giorgio, downtown Milwaukee. Um, I had a couple of questions here during the break, and, and I want to get to both of them as soon as I can, probably after the top of the hour. But um, uh, one question was about <laughs> an oddity. One question was uh, from uh, a person who said, the, fa- the, the favorite room of your house is, as a sports person. I had to think about that for a minute. Okay. Uh, and then another one about Matt LaFleur and uh, coaching in Green Bay. Uh, let's go up to Green Bay, by the way. Brandon listening to us in Green Bay. Brandon, how you doing today? What's going on, man? I'm good, Bill. Thanks for having me. Um, real quick, Bakhtiari, I'm hoping, well, for the uh, the only good news, I guess, like you said, could come out of it is actually that he's potentially had a setback um, in the, you know, a flare-up or swelling in the turf. The fact that the game was on turf, you know, might have just been the icing on the cake to just not call it. But um, like Matt LaFleur said, he, he didn't think that Bakhtiari would have even played if he was on grass either. Um, this, as far as the run defense, to the quick tangent here, 
I think uh, I'm a little – I wish that we would have a, a challenging uh, run game to face this weekend So, because I have a feeling the defense is going to ball out at Lambeau at home, and it's going to mask some of the deficiencies we still have on defense, and we're going to get our, our confidence going again because who's going to be the running back for the Saints this weekend? And we all seen how Derek Carr performs uh, when he gets a little rattled. So I'm just – I'm bummed that we're going to be uh, masking some more Joe, Joe Barry deficiencies and, and dragging us out longer than it should. I'll take your thoughts yeah. on there, Bill. Yeah, you're probably not going to get Jamal Williams, that's for sure. He's not going to be running. You're probably going to get what uh, Kendra Miller, uh, the rookie, is probably going to be the running back because Jamal's been banged up. Uh, and you're right, when it comes to Derek Carr, you can get him rattled and you can – then again, they still have Michael Thomas and uh, Rashid Shahid and Olave uh, is a stud. Olave uh, is really good as a wide out. So they've still got some opportunities there. And Juwan Johnson is their tight end. But uh, I just want to see what I want to see the Packers do is when you talk about masking things, yeah, you can mask things. I, I get it. If, if, you know, uh, a team plays into your hands, but I just want to see them play fundamentally sound football. You know, if you get, if you win, you win, if you get beat, you get beat. But if you play fundamentally sound football, I, that that's what I'm looking to see, you know. Um, like I said, if you get beat, you know, and you're just having trouble in the trenches or what have you, okay, uh, it's not great. It's certainly concerning, but you can at least say, okay, I understand what happened there. You're getting gashed or what have you. But I just don't – what I want to see is, you know, hey, if, if the ball hits you in the hands and you're a defender, you come down with it, you know. I, I want to see the, the passing game of Jordan Love. I want to see some connections more than 10, 15 yards downfield. One or two. Just make a defense play honest. I just want to see a fundamentally sound game. That's what I'm looking to see out of the Packers after, you know, and I also want to see a coaching clean game. I don't want to see delay of game penalties. I don't want to see, you know, confusion when it comes to special teams and who's in and who's out and the same thing on the offense and or defense. You know, I just want to see a fundamentally sound game. Um, going back to the email that says, what is, as a sports guy, what is the favorite room of your house? I, you know, that's a really weird question. Nobody's ever asked me that before. And I've got some pretty cool rooms. I've got a great room downstairs with an 85 inch big screen and such. And I, I love it down there, especially on snowy days and the fireplace is going and everything. And I've got a bar that's an incredible bar and I can smoke a cigar down there if I want to. And, but you know, when you travel, as much as I do. Uh, the favorite room in my house, there's two rooms that you really, are, really three, but two rooms that you kind of appreciate. You appreciate your bedroom and your bathroom because it's where you can, it's where you live. It's where you live the most. You know, you spend at least eight hours usually in your bedroom. And I do have a TV on the wall. It's comfortable. It's where I charge my phone up and I, you know, kind of conduct some of my email business and such. Uh, I hit the bathroom, obviously, uh, you use, you need space. You have to spread out when you start living in an RV and you have a great big spacious living space and you've got a, a dinette style, a booth style dinette area and everything and a TV on the wall. And that's really great. But when you realize the space of getting dressed and your clothes and moving around and stuff that prepares you for your day and the end of day, uh, you really come to appreciate your bedroom and your bathroom especially when you're showering in a phone booth <laughs> in an RV. So 
I know it's a weird answer because everybody's got their caves, but I, I, man, you really trust me. If when you start to live in confined spaces and you have to make the most out of every little space as a as a taller guy, and yeah, you really love those spaces, man. So I know it's a weird answer. It wasn't what you were expecting, but that's what it is. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, that's uh. That's a way to get a hold of us. Otherwise, you can find us via email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Got some emails coming up, too, in the next hour um, as well, so we want to get into some of that stuff. Uh, real quick, uh, an email here uh, before we get to the top of the hour. Mark says, hey, Bill, watch every day on YouTube. Love the program. Will the huddle be on YouTube as well? Yes. Yes. Uh, and the huddle, uh, we'll back at it again tonight. We'll be back in studio. Starting next week, we will start uh, traveling. And the dates and the places are now being sent out to those locations. So uh, we should have everything confirmed for next week. What I, uh, I do have an announcement coming up after the top of the hour as to where we are going to be on Sunday. On Sunday, doing the postgame show. So I'm excited about that. We've got a new home in Green Bay. And uh, kind of been working around a little bit. To, uh, to kind of establish some things up in Green Bay, but we do have a new home for the Green and Gold postgame show. So if you're going to go to the game on Sunday and you want to come and see us afterwards, I'll tell you where you can do that, too, coming up here shortly. So hang in there. Stay tuned. One hour down, a couple more yet to go. Oh, yeah, we're not done yet by any stretch of the imagination. This portion of the program brought to you by our terrific friends at Quick Trip and. They're giving away cash, they're giving away boats, they're giving away cars, they're giving away all kinds of great stuff. Just go in and check it out. Check out your uh, rewards app as well. Download it, the Quick Trip Rewards app. Get signed up. And uh, whether it's for the bread, the milk, the eggs, the butter, the bananas, the, the staples, or you're going to the beer cave and you're doing some tailgating, whatever it happens to be, that's Quick Trip. They got it all, and they're voted the best in the country. More of the Bill Michael Show next.